Hey Europe, this is Musable.com calling, the best source for news and blogs about the Eurovision Song Contest. If you're looking for a new Eurovision experience online, you should visit us. Our editors have a wide variety of content for you to enjoy, from up-to-date news stories and interviews to fun and interactive quizzes. So if you want to know the latest news or just find out what Eurovision country best suits you, we have it all at Musable.com. You are listening to a special episode of Eurovision Legends, where I, your host, Emil Lovström, invites some of this year's participants. Today, we're going to get to know the band Hooverphonic. They reveal how many songs were actually written for this year's contest, what's happened to them, and why they will bring home the contest 25 years after Sandra Kim's victory. Hooverphonic will compete in the first semi-final with the song The Wrong Place, representing Belgium. Take it away, take it away, take it away now. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Alice, Ramon and Reke. Hey. <laughs> Together known as Hooverphonic. Definitely. Yes. To get you know you better, I've prepared some quick questions for okay. you. Are you ready? We're yeah. ready. Alex, first memory from the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, Nicole, ein bisschen Frieden. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Sonne für diese Erde, auf der wir wohnen. Ramon, name three songs from previous Eurovisions you really like. Uh, Nonoleta. Nonoleta. Congratulations. Congratulations and celebrations when I tell everyone that you're in love with me. And uh, save your kisses for me. Kisses for me, save all your kisses for me. So long, honey, so long. Reke, what are you listening to right now? Uh, uh, what am I listening to? I'm listening to uh, Big Thief. Big uh, Thief, yeah. Big Thief. Uh, and, and what's her name? Uh, Eldest Harding, very, very yeah. often. Yeah. Eldest Harding. Alex, artist that has inspired you the most? Probably uh, Serge Gainsbourg. Ramon, favorite country in Eurovision besides your own? Um, France. Geke, what are you doing in 10 years? sing songs <laughs> I will definitely be singing songs and otherwise um, I don't know in Hooverphonic? of yeah. course yes of course. yes what else <laughs> yes. Yeah. where else Alex what's the best thing with Belgium um, I guess um, we're very uh, I, I guess because we're the crossroads of Europe we're close to everything Ramon if you would move to another country in which country Spain Last question. It's for you, Geke. If you would compete for another country in Eurovision, which country would you pick? Um... Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't compete anymore. <laughs> they don't. That's why. <laughs> they don't compete. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I felt through. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... 
let's just say France then. Sweden. Yeah, Italy or Sweden, why not? Yeah. Great, now we're up and running. <laughs> Hooverphonic was started in 95. And since yeah. then you have released several albums. Was 2020 the first time you tried out to compete in Eurovision? They asked us a couple of times before, yeah. but it never matched our schedule. Uh, we were always touring, always on the road. And then last year we had a couple of months off between tours. And so it worked. They asked us, they said, do you feel like going? And, and we said like, when we find the right song, we want to do it, but we want to go as Hooverphonic. So we really want to kind of like go with a Hooverphonic song, you know? And then when that was all kind of like set, then we wrote the right song and we went to Eurovision, you know? Well, we were supposed to go to Eurovision and then it got canceled. And now we're here again, uh, supposed to be going to Rotterdam again. And hopefully this year we're going because to be honest, my health is like not coping with another year of Eurovision. It's like <laughs> a lot of stress, you know? Like, uh... But how did it come about? I mean, had you submit anything or did the Flemish radio and television broadcasting organization just call you one day? No, we were doing like, a, we're, we're like one of the most important bands here in Belgium and one summer we were doing like a television show where we were nominated for whatever hit of the year. Yeah. And after the show, after that kind of show, you talk to people and you drink and and we were talking to some people that we know already for years and, and suddenly we were talking, they were talking about Eurovision and I said to them, I said like, well, you know, I would, would like to go, but then with the right song. And I can only, I wouldn't like to say now, yeah, we're going without knowing that I have the song because then at some point there's too much pressure. And when there's too much pressure, you don't write the right song, you know? Yeah, so I told yeah. them, I said like, let me see if I write the right song, I'll give you guys a call. And half a year later, I called them. I said like, I think I have the song. And that was not the wrong place. And it wasn't release me. <laughs> so it's like, wait, wait, wait. We wrote another song. Oh. And then we called them and we said like, this is the song. We're going to Eurovision. And they said like, cool. And then they said like, but hey, you know, you still have time. Write some more songs. And we said like, you're sure you want to want us to write more songs? So like, yeah, yeah, write some more. So I kept on writing. And then they said like, oh, but we like this one. And this one is good as well. And that is good as well. And then suddenly, you know, there were too many songs. And then we decided to go with release me. And this year, the same thing, you know, we decided to go with the wrong place. It's like, uh, and that's the thing. We we, we, we said to your, to Belgian television, we only want to go if we are in control, fully in control. We decide everything, the video, the act, everything. And they agreed. And so that's how we are now talking to you about Eurovision. We take a listen to Release Me. As we all know, the contest was cancelled last year. Can you take us back to the moment when you got this information? Yeah, I still remember being in this same studio where we're now and, and I still remember that the day before football got cancelled and just like in Sweden, in Belgium, football is holy, you know, if they cancel that, there's really trouble, you know. Yeah. So Eurovision cancelled, football cancelled, gave us straight away an idea of how serious the situation was. 
And so the first thing we actually thought about was the festival summer, all the gigs that would be, get canceled. And that made us worry about a lot of friends, you know, because we're lucky that we have like a financial kind of backup so we can cope with this year of being at home. But a lot of our friends aren't, aren't that lucky. So we were, we were definitely worried, worried about a whole cultural disaster. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it just kind of, you know, it showed the fact that they were canceling all these things. It showed that, you know, we were, well, some difficult times were ahead of us for the cultural uh, society, you know. But immediately, you know, we talked to Belgian television. They said, like, you still want to go? We said, like, yeah, sure. They said, like, yeah, we want you guys to go too. So write another song, you know. And we started writing. I, I wrote, like, three months in lockdown. I wrote, like, a lot of songs. I was truly inspired, actually. And then when I got out of lockdown, that was the first time I could co-write again. Yeah. You know, and I like to co-write. I already do it for years. You know, I like to co-write with a lot of people. And and so after being three months alone in a studio, it was just kind of like, you know, it was just fantastic to have this young, talented girl next to me in the studio and that I didn't know. You know, it was a friend of mine who introduced us and he said, like, do you feel like writing with her? And I said, like, sure, why not? And, and so the, we and the girl you are referring to now is Charlotte Foray. Yeah, Charlotte yeah. Foray. Yeah. And so... And that's when we wrote the wrong place. It just kind of like, you know, with no intention whatsoever. We just wanted to have fun and learn to know each other. Yeah. So we wrote a song, not for Eurovision, not for her, not for Hoover Phonic, just a song. But that most of the time is just, that are the best songs because there's no pressure. And it's just, and you think totally free, you know, you, you, you don't, you're not in, in some kind of like, you know, thinking in a certain way, you know, everything is open. Yeah. And so the first thing we said to each other is like, let's write a song about everything you can't do in these days. You know, like you can't touch each other. You can't kiss with a stranger. You can't have a Tinder date. You can't, you know, have, you know, like a one night stand unless you're suicidal. Uh, you know, like so everything that is not possible, we're going to put in the song, you know, like so yeah. instead of writing about I want you and I need you and it's so bad. We just had made it like a black humorous kind of like, you know, song about a girl waking up in the wrong place, you know, with the wrong dude next to her. I wake up and I think I could use another drink. I'm reaching for a smoke to forget about last night. Last night. I get up as I need a shot of instant remedy. I put a record on and makes me think about last night. Last night. I have read that you had 20 songs to choose from and yeah. an album release is set May 7th. Yeah. Will you release some of the other songs? 
Yeah, there's going to be a couple of the of the other uh, songs written for Eurovision on the album. Not not the whole album, but there's a couple of songs that definitely are on the album. Can you reveal uh, any of them? Uh, well, no, not yet. But you know, like the the, the 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 work title, the work in progress title was actually three minutes of fame. You know, because a song <laughs> for Eurovision is always like three minutes. You know, yeah, like so. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the songs on the album are three minutes. That's for sure. You know. <laughs> Then <laughs> again, for Uberphonic, it's not that new because we like to. We're very inspired by the '60s, and the '60s songs were just short. You know, like uh, one of the biggest hits uh, from the '60s, "The Letter" by the Box Tops, is like one minute fifty seconds. Yeah. You know, it's a really short song. You know, yeah. so we always kind of like you know we're inspired by that era. So for us, it's not that strange. But yeah, the three minutes of fame was just the work title. But now it's called the hidden stories. It's uh, <laughs> it suits your it suits your environment the better, you know, because you seem to be in a hidden story kind of place, you know. Uh, what can we expect on stage? For for, for example, like, Geke, what will you wear? Oh, ah, we can't talk about that. It's a secret. Yeah. So far, yeah. If we talk about that, we're gonna end up like the guy in the video, you know, decapitated. So it's like we can't, we can't, we can't go there because then we can't go to Rotterdam, can we? So, but we're definitely not gonna. We're gonna be Hooverphonic. Let's put it that way. It's gonna be who we are, a band on stage, and the rest we'll see. You know, like. Have you listened to your competitors yet? Yeah, we did actually. And, and uh, do you have any favorites? Yeah, France definitely. Yeah, me too. I don't know how it is for for a Swedish guy, but we're like in Belgium. We're of course, you know, always inspired. But like I said, Serge, Serge Gainsbourg was one of my biggest influences. So yeah, yeah. French music for us is like our second nature, and so that kind of French chanson, like Edith Piaf and stuff, we love. So I don't know about about you guys in Sweden if if you're into that, but because it's very much that style, you know. But I think she does a really really good job. It's very catchy at the same time, a typical Eurovision. And at the same time, it's, you know, it's you hear it once and you can yeah. sing it, you know, uh, and she's a great performer. So, so yeah, she's, she's, she, she could win. Yeah. She could win, but you never know, you know, with Eurovision, it's like always one big question mark anyway. And yeah. then, you know, I think, yeah, I like Russia as well. I think that's really good. I also like the theme she's singing about, you know, like women's rights and like, you know, I think the stuff that really like we think is important. And and, and I like the contrast in the song. She starts rapping and then suddenly you have this kind of classical Russian kind of choir singing and then suddenly it goes into rap again. So that kind of eclecticism is really cool. Um, and what do we like more? Bulgaria, Bulgaria, maybe a bit too much yeah. Billie Eilish, yeah. but it's nicely done. Romania, it's it's uh, Romania as well. La Suisse, then? Uh, no, because you know Switzerland. A good friend of mine co-wrote that song, and she's never gonna write again with me. She's like, you know, oh. it's like it's like you know, she, she she is like you know, working with the enemy. Come on, it's like you know, like uh, she actually wrote the third single on her album, co-wrote it with me. So okay, imagine that. So, but to be honest, I, th I think Switzerland is a very strong com competitor, but it's not my cup of tea. You know, there's a difference between which song do you think could kind of like do well or which songs do you like you know yeah if it's about doing well i think switzerland could do well i even i also think norway could do well but most of the time i think you know it's the crossover it's like a song that a lot of people like that that's mostly the song that wins you know like that crossovers between genres and that's why i think france has a good chance of winning yeah 
because it, it's yeah it has like uh, all the elements i yeah. guess you know yeah and it's timeless yeah, yeah. Totally. definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, you will perform in the first semi-final at yeah. number 11 yeah. on the 18th of May. Are you nervous? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. Not yet. Still having fun. We did the, we did, we did, we did the pre-recording already. And yes. to be honest, you know, we, we rehearsed the whole afternoon and it was a lot of fun. And then there was this guy from EBU watching us and you had like three takes you could do live on tape. And suddenly it was like, whoa this is real, you know, this is serious. So, so that was kind of stressing. stressing. Yeah, <laughs> that was stressing. But in the end, especially it's Kjeke who will have to sing live, you know, we, we can be drunk as hell because <laughs> you don't have to play, you know, like, well, I have but to sing a little, but you know, like- You have to sing, first of all, you are and singing I, and I don't And I don't drink alcohol anyway, but hey, you know, that's- And, uh, and when, he, when they get a bit drunk, they will speak even more and it gets into my in ears. Yeah, and, the, and then, they, then she is distracted. So that's no good, so-, is, so is completely no. gone. So we so, can expect a mess then. Uh, we expect a mess. No, we are no, not. No, no, no. We're gonna behave. We no, we, no, we no. promise we're gonna behave. It's, uh, definitely. Belgium has only one victory. Yeah. yeah. And that is Sandra Kim with Shemelavi from 1986. If you take home the victory to Belgium, 25 years after the only victory, which city do you wish to host the contest next year? Ah, uh, Brussels. Totally. Of course, Brussels. Yeah. Yeah, would any one of you like to be the host? The host? Oh, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hello, Europe. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I would love to. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Although, no, quite stressy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, stressful. you know, if we win, we have to perform in the final anyway, our you know, single. like uh, our new single. So, so no. <laughs> Should be in Brussels because, to be honest, you know, we're a Belgian band and we believe in the mix of the different cultures and, and the... The interesting about Belgium is there's like a mix of a Latin and a, and a Germanic culture, you know, and uh, and Brussels is just like, it's the mix of that. So we have a heart for Brussels. So so definitely Brussels. But, you know, hey, if you look at it, you know, Sandra Kim was the youngest competitor, I think, uh, who won. <laughs> yeah, we're, the, we're the oldest. Yeah. So I'm the oldest, second oldest. Third. Yes. So 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 there's a sign maybe, you know, like uh, <laughs> that's our year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's, yeah. it's our year we're the oldest so we went before we say goodbye guys what would you like to say to my listeners well you know like uh, you can't vote for your own country that's for sure so vote for the right country <laughs> and that's the wrong place <laughs> the right button for the right the wrong place Man. good luck in rotterdam Thank you very Thank much. You. We can go on a bicycle. It's like one hour. So it's like, so you know, it's, it's, very the, it's very close for us. So. <laughs> okay. So for our act, you know, we were the one time that we can take like, you know, trucks and like full of props. We didn't do actually no. all of that, you know, which is a pity, I guess. You know, I would, would, would like to have a big guillotine on stage and stuff like that, you know, very kind of spinal tap. But no, that's not going to be the act. Don't worry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be like that at all. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to hear your album, really. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, I only want to say that we like Graf Lux, you know, like, uh, and we, I especially like the Swedish hot dogs with the potato pancakes, you know, they, they, they are great, you know, like, I love those. It's, um, <laughs> okay. The, 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 the herring, you know, like the, that you pee on and that you put in a can and on the, that's a bit too hardcore for me, but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 you know, like what, what if 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 we would go to Sweden to 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 to, to play a gig, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to nice food, you know. Yeah, and a decent yeah. toilet. Decent toilet, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decent toilet is, is always handy. It's always handy. It's like, could be right. could be practical. And to be honest, to be honest, you know, I once did like a writing set, uh, like camp in Norway on an island and all the houses we were in had like experimental toilets you know yep. one was like burning your shit the other one was a what? big hole the other one was a big hole in the ground there was another one who who was what was it that was yeah was that, that was like uh, actually recycled in the garden it was like it was very experimental <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the burning toilet was kind of like hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I wrote a couple of good songs on the yeah. island, so it's like. Uh, and to be honest, they have these uh, these pancake potato pancake uh, hot dogs as well. You know? Oh my god, I wouldn't trust it. No. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. It's our pleasure. Okay.